Hello and welcome to the Healthy Church Musician Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. Today we're going to talk about ministry relationships and we're going to go in two different tracks. Um, Relationships in ministry are extremely important, whether that's the first point we're going to go down is relationships um, with the staff that you're serving with, but then also relationships with those people in the church. Uh, friendships, relationships, those kind of things. So how do you deal with other staff members, whether that's a secretary, whether that's a pastor, multiple pastors, uh, team ministry, are you best friends with everyone? Do you have to be best friends with everybody? Of course not. But I think there's there's definitely some value and, and definitely a need for uh, being a team player, uh, being able to work together with those people around you. Now, obviously, our working styles are completely different, right? Some of us might be a little more organized. Some of us may be a little bit more motivated by deadlines. And by being motivated by deadlines, it's usually the, I have to get it done because it's due now. Uh, but there's figuring out how you as a team work together. And that takes time and that takes intentionality and that takes some ups and downs. Um, the staff I serve with, uh, we have two pastors, we have uh, two administrative assistants, we have a children's minister, we have a youth minister, uh, me, a music minister, um, and uh minister that facilitates our uh, Bible classes and and adult education. There's a lot of us, and figuring out how best we work together um, has had its ups and downs. But one of the things that I've come back to again and again um, is that when the chips are down, when things need to get done, we all roll our sleeves up, we all pitch in, and that team mentality comes into play, and we get it done. Um, so there's there's definitely a learning curve with all of that. There's a, a learning process in all of that. And a big part of that is figuring out for yourself. How do you function? How do you work? Are you that kind of person that you're planned out, you're prepared, and everybody else on the team is a go-with-the-flow kind of person thinking about maybe making last-minute changes? you may have to learn to be a little bit more flexible. That's not saying that you have to change your personality and change who you are because there really is no way to do that. My nature is very much more a plan, get things prepared as best as you can type of personality. Uh, That's how I was raised. Uh, The first church that I played the organ for... um, the pastor would figure out the hymns on Sunday morning. This was a different denomination than I was, and it was a 30-minute drive to get to the church. So I would leave bright and early, and I was 16 years old, I would leave bright and early on Sunday morning, get to this church, and learn new hymns. And for a 16-year-old who's very much a it-has-to-be-this-way kind of personality, and it has to be planned and prepared, let me tell you, that was an eye-opening experience and a great learning lesson. Um, 
over the years, I've learned to be much more flexible, uh, much more able to work with others. Uh, this is the first church that I've been at that is much more than just either a pastor and an administrative assistant or you know maybe another person on staff this is this is a much larger staff and uh, it's been been a good learning experience for me over the past four years to to grow and to be pushed and challenged and stretched in a lot of different ways but the reality is there will be conflict and strife there will be challenges um, and the reality is whether you try to hide it um, and you may be really good at hiding it well, it comes through, it comes out, uh, it's evident. Um, I sure served a church in Wisconsin that uh, <laughs> there was strife and a lot of it was revolving around me, but it wasn't quite caused by me. I know that's kind of strange to explain, but I will do my best. Um, so I was at the church for a year and a half and my position was cut because the church leadership said yes to everything that the senior pastor wanted to do and didn't really ask how it was going to get paid for and make a long story short, they basically said, well, how do we figure out how to get out of our debt that we've incurred on ourselves?" They cut the music director position, which was very pragmatic and forward-thinking, I know. This was in October. Uh, I was also teaching classroom music at the grade school that was part of the church. And so I made the decision, looking back at it now, it was very stupid to contract with the congregation. First off, because I didn't really have any other alternatives and well, I kind of needed money. Uh, but also because that didn't seem fair to the kids because I had started teaching music to them and wanted to continue. So I created a contract with the church and said, you know, I'm going to give you, um, I'd leave it in there for giving me to give two weeks notice if uh, another position came up or whatnot. <clears throat> so at Christmas, this was Christmas Day, mm -hmm. I thought I was supposed to be playing the organ for their Christmas Day service. Uh, they had somebody else scheduled, and we had planned a trip leaving that day uh, around me being there, and I was livid because there was just horrible communication, which the senior pastor never did communicate well at all. Um, and so it took... A lot of thought and prayer and discussion with my wife at that point to not just up and walk away and say, okay, I, I can't. This is just not good. Well, fast forward a few months and it got worse. I, I just, I was miserable and it was evident as much as I tried to hide it. Um, the pastor, anytime you asked him, how are you? He'd say, I'm blessed by the Lord and be very happy and cheerful and whatnot. And I was miserable. And he flat out told me that I needed to be saying, blessed by the Lord and all this. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I'm frustrated. I'm miserable. I'm not wanted. And so finally I said, okay, Easter is my last Sunday. I'm done. And that's exactly what I did. There was conflict. 
there was strife. It was evident. And sometimes we face that. And maybe that's a, a conversation for another podcast of what to do if your position's cut. Because um, I've gone through it numerous times now. Um, but when you're facing those challenges, when you're facing those struggles, whether you agree or disagree with your senior pastor, whether you agree or disagree with another staff member, how do you put on a united front? Do you put on a united front? And I would hope that the answer is yes. And that comes with experience. It comes with making the mistakes. I mean, you know, one of the things that happens is when we make mistakes, we learn from them. We learn what not to do or what to do differently or what to do when the next time comes. And the reality is we're not always going to get along with those other people on our team. It will be a challenge just because we all have our own unique individual ideas. We all have our own unique individual focuses. And sometimes those don't always align. So it's a matter of keeping the main thing in the focus, the main thing in the focus, which is serving God and serving his people. And a lot of times we can get focused on ourselves. And and sometimes that's an okay thing um, because God has called us to do that, to, you know, obviously give ourselves some care uh, as we're caring for others, as I've already talked about with rest and with stress and with boundaries. But it's a matter of how do we work together? How are we working with those that God has put placed around us and God has called us to be around? Now, talking about it from a personal point of view, in relationships with other people in the church, and friendships exactly is where I'm going with that, um, because it's, it's very easy for us to be isolated. It's very easy to be very surface level with people in our groups, people in the congregation, and not have those real, true, deep friendships. And there can be a numerous, numerous bunch of factors on that, whether it's, you know, they they see you as the choir director, organist, music director, band leader, whatever, and, and there's that rift, I guess, not really a rift, but more of, a a divide, I guess, is maybe a better word than a rift. Um, Or maybe you're a little bit younger. Uh, For me, most of my choir members are in their 60s, 70s. I'm 40. Um, Not that that's a negative on me, but it's just a different place in life. And so that view and that perspective is a little different. Um, But it's, it's developing friendships with people who see you for you and not just you, the church musician or you, the guy who strums the guitar or you, the the singer or whatever it is. And one of the things in looking at um, and preparing for this podcast, I, I found a, a Barna survey of pastors. Now, okay, we're a little different than pastors, but I think there's, there's a lot of similarities there. Um, in the Barna study, they talked about pastors and their relationships, and this was done in 2017, so not too long ago, um, and, and they asked pastors what their satisfaction was with friendships. 34% of them said it was excellent, and 33% of them said it was good. So 67% are excellent good. 
And that's that's overall, I think, a, a very positive thing. But when you compare it to a, a research that shows just overall adults, um, overall adults, 28% said their satisfaction was excellent and 33% said it was good. So it's a little better than the rest of the world, I guess, or the rest of adulthood. But I think that there can still be even more. And for us as musicians, um, I think it, it can be a challenge in the fact that um, the world of music is a little bit more competitive. Um, it can be one where uh, you know you have lots of different people, lots of different ideas, lots of different directions. And I'm not just talking about you know your relationships with those people in your music groups, but just the congregation as a whole, people that are around you. I hope that you have relationships with those people that aren't just in your groups but are part of the congregation. Um, and I think when we're looking at this, it's it's just an overall struggle. Oh, I mean, really, if you look at one of the biggest things that people struggle with now in this high-tech social media world, <laughs> we're looking for real connection. I mean, you can have people that are your Facebook friends or your Twitter followers or whatever, and you may not have any real physical interaction with them or any real conversation with them, going with them to anything. And your friends? You can also have real interaction, real uh, connection with people that are there for you when you need them. And I think that's the struggle that we face because we have those ups and downs, especially in ministry regarding music in the church, because it is a very vital, very necessary, and very polarizing thing in the church. So how do we fix it? How do we, as church musicians, develop relationships inside and outside of the church? The first one, it's not an easy reason, but it, it's or an easy way. It's uh, intentionality. I know. We're busy. We have lots to do. We have a spouse, maybe. We have family. But that's the only way that friendships are built. The only way friendships are built and developed is through intentionality. Because it takes work, just like any relationship. Second... I think it also takes finding the right person to connect with. Uh, my wife struggled with that for a long time when we were in Wisconsin and dealing with some of the um, issues that we were dealing with. It's just a different climate, I guess, personality-wise than, than being here in Texas. Um, it's very cold to some extent. Um, and, and you find your people and you connect with them. And, and it was very difficult for my wife to find somebody to connect with or anybody really to connect with. Um, once we moved to Texas, she had no trouble. Um, she's found people to connect with and, and do things with. And I think that's so important. And then finally, in that relationship, it's that balance of being open and honest with what you're dealing with 
but also not sharing all of the dirty laundry of ministry. I'm a pastor's kid. I've said that before. And one of the things I'm, I'm thankful that my dad did was to not share all of the struggles, all of the issues in ministry that he faced and he dealt with. I, I found out about him, a lot of them, after the fact. And had I known what was going on, I don't know if I would have even really considered music ministry. Um, the church can be a very difficult place to serve. It really can. And it can be a very difficult place to build relationships. But when you build those relationships that are centered around God and His Word, those can be some of the most strongest and powerful and connecting relationships that you can find. So I think there's, there is some need and validity for us to find relationships in the church. Outside of the church, absolutely. Um, I think it's important to connect with other musicians in your area. And if you're not doing that, reach out and do that. Just pick somebody and say, hey, can we go have coffee? Or if you're not a coffee drinker, can we go do something? Just to get to know other people who make music, who, who struggle with the same struggles that you have. Those things are so helpful and so important because it gives us a place of connection as opposed to a place of isolation and loneliness. And those things never help us. Those things are never beneficial. So I thank you so much for listening today. This has just been amazing to hear responses from people as I uh, talk into my microphone and put this out into the ether. It's pretty crazy when you record a podcast and you pray that somebody might actually hear it and listen to it. Um, and I've, I've seen that people are listening to it. So thank you so much. People are, are actually um, responding to it. And, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, so please share it with other people. Um, you can connect with the Healthy Church Musician Podcast group on Facebook. Um, and also, if you ever want to reach out to me, uh, email me. It's harmonymusic, H-A-R-M-A-N-N-Y music, at yahoo.com. Also, what would be a great help just to get this podcast out in front of more people is uh, give it a rating and review on whatever you're listening to this podcast on, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Um, just quick give it a review, give it a, hey, this is great, or hey, it's not great. Uh, that also helps me too, so I know uh, if there's something that I need to fix or do differently, I can do that. So let's close in prayer. God, you've created us to be in relationship with other people. You've created us to serve you, and you've given us talents and musical abilities and so much more. And so I pray that we would develop those relationships, not only with those people that we serve with, and are connected to as a team and ministry, but also for us to be able to have those relationships in our congregations and also for those people in our community. Uh, I pray that you would use us to foster those relationships and to grow those relationships, that we are blessed by them and we are a blessing to others. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.